mano Mañana carico chimo marame You been the one, my love Diamond walk and molly Chinelli ne wash the coli Only big guy is in TC you love it when your radio is on 94.5 FM called Better tell him it's more than love, just love and see the light. Bella super, beg it when I wait, don't want ever look me. I shall pass, it's all been Cause you know I want you, want you. When you touch me, beg it, beg it. Eba si chuga ni sultan, no do quele. Tell you about beg it, is it jelly? Oh, is it quele, no do fun, is it gay? I think it's sad, I think it's sad, I think it's sad, I think it's sad. Okay. <laughs> Number one hit music station Metro.
it's a lovely afternoon and we are live on the voice radio show and i am your host Mwiche margaret kaona we had a lovely song being played isaac why don't you tell us the title of the song the song was uh, it was entitled Sete by K.O. It's a lovely song. Yeah, it's vibeable, <laughs> you know. It's very youthful. It's vibeable. It's Sete. It's Sete. <laughs> you know, it's danceable. Eh? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So today our topic is on the effects an abusive home has on a child. So what are the effects of an abusive home on a child's mental health? That's our topic today. So looking at abusive homes... So let's talk about the three types of abuse firstly we have mental physical emotional abuse so we put these three together at hand so let's have a scenario by we have two parents who are constantly fighting in the house and the child is there watching that watching how their parents fight each and every day and the type of words they tell each other you know the certain parents who even insult each other and then a child is there watching them you know how it, it turns out instead of the child learning something the child becomes distant because they don't receive the love they're supposed to receive not only that in future the child can turn out to be a violent person as well because of the trauma that they went through in that house that they were staying at so having abusive parents is it negatively impacts the child because in future they can become violent of their own children not only that even depression kicks in you know that thing whereby your parents are constantly fighting and then we have you maybe as my friend and then my parents are constantly fighting in the house and then you come up with them boss you know my parents are so loving each and every time they are talking they take me out and all that and then i'm like in my house my parents always fight call each other names it hurts me deep down and i don't even know what to do so that also causes depression now let's also talk about a family whereby we have now a child being abused by their parents a child being constantly beaten insulted so when we talk about being beaten that's now physical abuse a child being beaten that's pain child inflicted on that child so that pain that is being inflicted because most parents will be like for a child to be disciplined you need to beat that child and they like you to use that ver- that verse in the bible like <laughs> at despair uh, at despair the lord discipline the child something like that because that's the one which they even go up with because i was once let's say that that same phrase was once used on me i was like why am i going bible come back spare the lord spare the spare the lord discipline they should mm-hmm. yeah so i feel like that statement most parents misinterpret it and it needs to change a child can simply learn through talking to them instead of being bitten so going into our next segment right now we had one of our friends who had something to say about an abusive home and how it impacts a child's mental health she spoke briefly on what her views are on that and she stated what needs to be done for a child to grow up in a loving home instead of them being grown being brought up in a home that's filled with violence Metro FM news will be right back Musaka's number 1 hit music station Metro My name is Taubusim Chimba a youth reporter from Agents of Change and I'm in the community getting some views over people on how the GBV cases in various communities gets to affect the mental state of a child as they go on and this so GBV affects the mental state of a child in that whatever a child gets to see when they are young they get to believe it as gospel truth 
they take it as the truth and when they see a mother and a father or just parents or guidance in a home fighting they'll see it as a way of life and to them it will become normal and because they have seen it and believed it and learned it in their early um, stages of life it becomes part of them hence we have these things of having youths that are violent uh, mothers or fathers that don't really care about children they get to to do whatever they can do to children just to hurt them it's because of how they were raised and what they saw the experiences that they had while they were still young so i think um, various organizations and also um, equally the government now that we've got uh, the child court bill which is now a law they're supposed to protect these these, these children I don't know how they can go about it, but seeing to it that children are protected because it affects them really bad. As they grow, they begin to have a negative perception even about marriage or even just about having a family. They get to, to have a negative uh, perception towards that. And then that's how you, you, you find uh, some people when they grow up, they, they despise marriage, they don't want to get married, they just want to be alone, they just want to involve themselves in illicit things because they believe to say, okay, when I drink, I'll be okay, when I drink, I sleep, then problems will end. Meanwhile, that's not the case. But we can't blame them because that's how they were raised and that's, and that's what they have believed. That's the gospel truth that they have believed since childhood so even parents out there i would really urge them to to really consider their children in whatever problems that they are going through let it not be seen to the children fighting in front of children it's not right because it's going to affect them because for them they have already grown up like their parents they have experienced life and they have to let their child like have a different perception of life by making sure that whatever uh, arguments that they get to have, it doesn't reach the child. It doesn't reach the side of the child so that the child can be able to, to grow up in, in a nice and also better perception of life. First-hand witnessed um, gender-based violence. I would say gender-based violence affects children in many ways. One of the ways is that it affects a child on how they perceive what true love is. Because um, when you are surround, when you are living in an abusive home, I must say, that's the only type of love that you know. It it goes further to the point where, when you're at an age where you you're able to experience love, you 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 just. You feel like it's okay for the other person, your significant other, to abuse you because you feel that if they don't hit you or they don't scream at you, then they do not care or love you. But that shouldn't be the case because um, everybody should have a right to decide on how they want to be loved. And it goes further to the point where um, it, it, it causes the child to lose to, to lose confidence in themselves. It affects their grades. 
they might be at school but um, they're not able to concentrate fully or comprehend what it is that they're learning because they, they are probably most of the time they're thinking about how their abused uh, parent is um, fainting at home. So um, it don't, I think it would be, I think I should extend my response to say it, it would be better if um, when homes where people were if where abused homes if abused homes are identified it would be better i feel it would be better if children should be taken away from such homes because um as much as little is known about it it really causes a lifelong trauma or on the on the children so if um all right so that was still be much still be yeah, <laughs> she has a very lovely son, eh? yes. Yeah, so she was there. She got the views of some of you, not all, but we would like, we still like to get your views on the topic of discussion today. So now, what I heard from what Stalby and the others gathered up is that uh, the effects of an abusive home is very, very big. Like it's so big, like it's way beyond me now. That I'm now, I'm not confused that. Um, it's way beyond me and I know that I can do something. One of the things which she mentioned about is a child won't be proper concentrating properly at school because of the abusive home. The, she, the, he or she will be constantly thinking, no, why am I And she also brought up a point, Muche. She said that you, the you should, parents should not find fight in front of children. children. There should be at least fighting. Uh, so, uh, how? D- I feel like it's not right at all for two parents to be fighting because when you have a fight behind closed doors, let's also talk about the mental health of those parents. It also gets distorted. Meaning the way they interact with their children will change. So I feel that's a question that needs to be debated on. We need to understand: should parents actually fight behind closed doors and their children shouldn't hear them? fight or maybe fighting isn't right at all how can parents resolve their issues without calling each other names or hitting each other so for your contributions and questions kindly call us on 0975-600-556 that's 0975-600-556 and that's 0975-600-556 we are here and ready to hear contributions and any questions on the topic at hand which are the effect of which are the effects of an abusive home on a child's mental health simply give us a call on 0975-600-0556 now going into depth about what Stalby spoke about she also spoke about a child feeling unloved because of being in an abusive home because when we have two parents who are constantly fighting you know how it feels it's kind of difficult because I myself have also experienced that. Mm-hmm. Like, not really my parents, but you can say that my gu- my guardians, my mom and my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So sometime last year when I was writing my exams, there was a big fight, Ooh. like a real big fight. And it was a very heated up situation. Mm-hmm. And it just so turns out on that same day, in that same very morning, I was going to write my final exam. Eesh. So even my concentration was like distorted, was everything. Even as I was writing, in the back of my head, I was like, how are things right now in Kunyomba? Very boring, even. Things okay. Yeah. So mostly, when parents are fighting, even your guardians, yes, as a child, even your performance at school just drops because constantly you have 
them in your mind you can't even study in peace you're always afraid sometimes you become scared of your parents yeah you can't even talk to them openly about different stuff that you're facing organize and organize that i believe african parents need to change their mindset about certain things yeah because their approach on us children is really tough and scary to a point where we become distant please note we are still receiving your calls to make your contributions or ask questions on the topic the number is 0975 6005 56 that's 0975 6005 yeah you mentioned something about parents but uh, sometimes i don't even think that it's our parents who are for i mean mm-hmm. i mainly think that it's the grandparents because they raised our parents he checks <laughs> and their parents are now raising us so i feel like it's now a tree yeah you know, a family tree that's growing so if parents are not if a parent doesn't groom a child in a better way that's why we even spoke about things where when a child is brought up in a violent home in future they may become violent parents as well so yeah, there is a very high percent of them becoming very violent because check this so you know you are now even good in english because you are watching that now but if you are watching your parents be violent to each other no but they do upon your round kick or mommy no mommy was from badajina sapato you want to start practicing that and that is important in as a guy you feel like because you're seeing your dad is beating your mom it's right for a man to hit a woman yeah at your discipline and teaching them yeah, but... a lesson it doesn't make sense at all this is a topic that really needs to be addressed yeah So now going further we had one of our friends Miriam who had something to say about the topic at hand she spoke briefly on how child abuse affects a child's mental health she brought out different points and solutions to the issue let us hear what she had 24 Lusaka's number one hit music station Metro of a child I believe that a person as they grow up in an abusive or violent home their mental health gets distorted into thinking that it is a way of life and that violence is always the answer without proper reasoning many victims of violence or any exposure to it become the abusers themselves when somebody has lived in a home where they've witnessed so much violence they grow up with a mentality that violence is the answer and when they grow up in their own families they become the perpetrators as well because they are used to seeing it as a child and then they repeat the same cycle with their families they are usually having difficulty to maintain relationships it can come to friendship as well as marriages any form of relationship it becomes very difficult because the person is always fast to anger and that makes people no want to spend time with them or people distance themselves from the people who have anger issues because they are afraid of becoming victims as well as they were children when they grow up in constant fear and leading to anxiety and depression and these result to them being isolated and um, they do not just socialize with other people due to the traumas they experience well, we have so many people who we claim to call as introverts but we don't know what cause that some of them is due to the experiences they face in their homes the challenges and difficulties that they are coming from 
in their backgrounds and leads to them being isolated and not wanting to socialize with any other person because they have this constant depression and fear that somebody may try to hurt them or if they become close to anybody it may disadvantage them in a way that they'll be hurt so instead they result in uh, isolating themselves and try not to socialize with anybody else as well thank you Miriam Piri and she's also a youth reporter at Angels of Change Foundation who and by the way guys this show is sponsored by Agents of Change Foundation they are the guys who gave us the platform to talk about this topic at hand today and now with what Miriam said today she I, she picked up something about I picked up something on what she said about uh, is it on issue socializing with others mm-hmm. yeah I, when a child is brought up in an abusive home, they find trouble socializing. Socializing with others. It's, it's more like they become isolated. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong, but my English today is <laughs> off track, man. <laughs> it's off track. Just as I, like I stated mm. earlier. It, that child will be wanting to practice in what he has seen or she has seen because children ch- children learn through their seeing not uh, not what happens is A B C D but wow okay A B C D oneka so yes exactly so I feel like most of the time when a child is brought up in a busy home they need places or people to speak to you. When it comes to schools, schools have got what we call the guidance office. In the guidance office is a guidance teacher who's there to help a child going through different issues. I had a friend at Divala Secondary who was in an abusive home. You were at Divala? No, I wasn't at Divala, but oh. my friend was at Divala Secondary. Oh. So she was going through different types of abuse that's physical and mental abuse. Oh. So she was being affected emotionally to a point where by her grades I drop at school. Teachers noticed that she was a little bit distant. She used to miss school maybe, let's say, three times in a week. Mm-hmm. So they decided to speak to her. So the guidance teacher had a conversation with her, and she actually poured out what she was facing at home. And that guidance teacher is sure to give her the necessary help that was needed. So I would advise each and every individual, those that are listening right now, if you have a friend, a sister, a cousin, anyone that is going through a any form of abuse and they have no one to talk to especially those that are in school let them visit the guidance office trust me they'll receive the necessary help that is needed all right and if you are, if you have friends like me got in so I school do not see money then if you have those friends and they have got phones mm-hmm. you can just tell them to dial 116 which is the child helpline and they'll be able to be given some services which will help them out with coping with their current abusers or problems exactly under the child lifeline they are actually specialized skills people that are working there we have psychosocial counselors yeah we have different types of counselors so able to hear what you have to say and they will ensure that something is done about it not only that um looking at some of the issues that a child goes through I've noticed that most of the time when a child is in, in an abusive home, they are afraid of actually reporting their parents or guardians because, you know, under traditional customs, it is a taboo for you to actually report your parents or guardians to a police post because now you'll be losing one, your breadwinner, and it's an embarrassment to the family. So <laughs> most of the time, children decide to keep quiet about such issues. Even relatives said keep quiet. 
because yeah, let's also in, not forget that this is what you call sexual abuse yeah which also affects a child and whenever we hear maybe an uncle has raped his niece what do they say no let's keep it within the family and the child is out there suffering for the consequences so i feel like when parents relatives are key stakeholders who need to at least address such issues when you know your child has been sexually abused by their uncles ensure that the uncle has been reported to the police station let the perpetrator be arrested there's no way we can say no this is a family issue let's keep it within yeah and i really hate those people who say that it's a family issue do they know this error they even say that each karipa exactly so they don't know what she feels they have never been abused before but they are saying that no let's keep it in the family if you keep it in the family it will grow mm-hmm. that person who can will have children or maybe you have children in the future and then you, those children will be with that person and that person will abuse that those children because why you didn't take the proper intervention you are saying no let's keep it in the family no this no that i personally think that you should definitely report them to the police and seek to it that justice is served for the child exactly and do you know one thing that i like looking at the new child code act oh it yeah we have a child code act <laughs> after 17 years of pushing it for more real, than 17 it took so much time for it to be enacted in parliament and we are glad that it has now become a law and at least looking at it nowadays perpetrators including your parents can be arrested yeah. looking at the fact that if a child is married off at a tender age the parents can be arrested once they're reported at the police post because now early child marriages is a crime Yeah and they can even pay a fine of like or maybe three, is it 300,000 kwacha yeah something like that so there is even a fine which you have to pay so as parents chabe kumvera akoche how can you feel makwatri someone and oxygen report bakogwirani mabomo alipira pona 30 na 30 pin pamamba mungamvere bwanje so icho chingakuba beni chingakuchiteni head kuma pockets kwano it is so the perfect thing is do not marry off your child at one before they are 18 and then we also state that always report crimes of abuse don't keep your mouth shut because once you do that trust me something bad might happen that's why even noticed an increase in suicide cases because of such issues yeah and if you even and there are some people that are even thinking manje ni ngapirika ku police abantu aba bazaze okutindine even the police know how to keep anonymous 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 help me with this at it's anonymous anonymous they will just say no we have received an anonymous report your child is being has been married up so now we've gotten to a segment of the show where we have uh, a person give out their their two cents or their 50 cents their 10 billion kwacha on the topic at hand and they will take the privilege of introducing themselves I was expecting that I was going to be given a grand uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you are giving out your 10 billion kwacha here <laughs> like okay I'll cook um my name is gift gift member I work with agents of change foundation Zambia I am the communications coordinator there so I'm glad to be here being hosted with you uh, by you guys. Welcome welcome to the show. Thank you. So gift what is your two cents on the topic of discussion which is uh, the effects of an abusive on, on the mental health of a child? Well thank you very much um, um, Isaac for for that question. I've been following the discussions um, we've also been getting views from um people outside and i think it's it's interesting to note that um a lot has been done uh, like you were mentioning the the child protection bill that uh, was not there so i think it also shows that 
um the 2000s you guys because i'm not a 2000 but you guys the 2000s <laughs> are very woke and you know what you want and i think there has been so many workshops that have been have been put uh, uh across and when you're talking about um being an activist on an advocate for children's right and i think kudos to you guys that were part of that team that were pushing for for this to be implemented and this is what I, we keep on talking about when we're talking to young people that look um we have the keyboard activists or so just post something online and and it ends there but i think the real work is making sure that the policy makers because those the decision makers you know put in measures to protect um uh, children your topic is very interesting and um most of the times when we're talking about um issues to do with gbv uh we'll soon be we'll soon be going into the 16 days of gender activism yes, um yes. we focus we not that the focus should not just be on the victim but i think we should also look at the tri- what the trickle down effects to the children the people that are around them um I, isaac you're talking about how uh we should be blaming our um, grandparents for not protecting or you know showing a, a perfect example it's, it's but someone yeah yeah but someone would also want to argue and say well um some of us uh if not all of our, of our parents uh never saw their parents uh who are our grandparents now fight right mm-hmm. but yeah. i think it also starts from somewhere we 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 with the beginning of social media and mainstream media we have these issues the reason why we are seeing so many cases being reported i mean record numbers being recorded is that because now people are going to report and it's not that because it was not happening um in the past and we have so many platforms that young people can access um um the protection that they need um the number that you are giving out i think it's one of them you report also um is doing something there's also the sh- social warfare um that is also doing uh, ama- amazing work but i think there's more that can be done um issues of, of to do with mental health i think um it's something that the government also i think should also put as a priority um in schools which was giving an example of having um it's like the guidance guidance, guidance yeah. giving you some counseling the question is um I, I, me when i was in school mm-hmm. we never had that uh, at our school right but I would, i would like to find out from you guys uh, how many um guidance teachers do you have at, at one school so at the school that I was at we only yeah. had one guidance teacher yeah yeah same now, now, same now can me. imagine one guidance teacher attending to over 800 or 1000 how are you going to keep track it's impossible it's impossible, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. yeah you know and also um on on a side note uh, me and my friends always keep, keep on talking about how maybe we need to have um psychosocial not not really having psychosocial counselors but having therapists uh at these youth friendly corners because the people that we have there sometimes are not really fully trained to attend to the needs that as the society and young people would you know want so those are my i think I'm, i've depleted my two cents <laughs> <laughs> your like, 10 billion quarter like part where they talked about having therapists at the youth friendly spaces because you've noticed that government introduced the adolescent safe spaces whereby we as adolescents young people can find our peers who we can be able to speak to about different issues that concern our health uh including our mental health that's indeed yeah. in it mostly we find psychosocial counselors there and sometimes we find unqualified individuals there it's unqualified but with experience <laughs> <laughs> if you manage. yeah that's true our topic for today was 
how an abusive home affects the mental health of a child. I was your host, Muchia Margaret Kaona. And I was your co-host, Isaac Intelasha. <laughs> Have a blessed afternoon. Thank you. From us, it's goodbye. <laughs>